Mike, g'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Thursday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a cilia package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, uh, now that Biden's in, what does Trump leave behind in terms of uh, reputation and legacy? Uh, a little bit more on that media bias uh, report that was out yesterday, but not much. But first up, uh, yeah, 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 the inauguration happened uh, we're right in the middle of our show too. Annoying. If you didn't join us until 6 o'clock this morning, there have been some real highlights. Uh, this was all introduced by Amy Klobuchar, interestingly enough, who once wanted to be in the position that Biden is in today. She seemed to be the master of ceremonies. America, welcome to the 59th presidential inauguration, where in just a few moments, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will take their solemn oaths. And in the end, that is America. Our democracy, a country of so much good. And today, on these capital steps and before this glorious field of flags, we rededicate ourselves to its cause. It was a theme, and you heard it from Joe Biden. It was about unity. This is Senator Roy Blunt setting the tone. This is not a moment of division, it's a moment of unification. A new administration begins and brings with it a new beginning. And with that, our great national debate goes forward and a determined democracy will continue to be essential in pursuit of a more perfect union and a better future for all Americans. The music, by the way, is Jennifer Lopez, who was part of uh, some extraordinary performances. Reverend Leo Jeremiah O'Donoghue III quoted the Pope. Pope Francis has reminded us how important it is to dream together. By ourselves, he wrote, we risk seeing mirages, things that are not there. Dreams, on the other hand, are built together. As good as Jenny from the block is, she couldn't touch Gaga. of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And then came the vice president. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Kamala Davy Harris, do solemnly swear. I, Kamala Davy Harris, do solemnly swear. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I take this obligation freely 
that I take this obligation freely. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. That I will well and faithfully discharge. That I will well and faithfully discharge. The duties of the office on which I am about to enter. The duties of the office upon which I am about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. And then, the new president. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute. That I will faithfully execute. The office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability, will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend. The Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. Thank President. You. And then, his message to the world and America. My whole soul is in it. Today, on this January day, my whole soul is in this. Bringing America together, uniting our people, uniting our nation. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. As of 22 minutes ago. And of course, now he's been doing it for ages. Actually, long day for old um, Grandpa Biden, isn't it? Um, I've just been watching him walk around Arlington Cemetery. It was quite a big cemetery. And the limp's really starting to become more prominent as the day goes on. He's looking a bit tight. I wonder, will he get a little, little grandpa nap before the inauguration ball tonight? Hope so. Um, anyway, uh, Trump, of course, no spring chicken either. And uh, But now at least he can enjoy his retirement, right? A major part of being the President of the United States is the image that you project, not just to your country, but to the world. Uh, civility counts as much as policy does, and this is where Donald Trump's reputation has been torn, sadly, to shreds. As he left Washington today refusing to meet the incoming leader, as his wife refuses to meet the new first lady, as they refused the Bidens a government jet yesterday to arrive in Washington, that's the stuff that stains your name and reputation. Be as aggrieved as you want about your loss. I'm sure Hillary couldn't believe what happened to her. I'm sure Obama was stunned at the result. But they still showed up. They were still courteous. They still behaved in a dignified way. They have all behaved in a dignified way over the years because that's what you do. That's what's expected in respecting the office, not your own personal circumstances. I watched a video of Trump talking to a reporter four years ago. I did this this week. Uh, Upon receiving that letter, the traditional letter on the desk of the Oval Office, and Trump seemed genuinely moved by Obama's words, hopes for the next year and all of that. In that moment, short of him being a very, very good actor, he, at that time anyway, actually seemed to get it. And yet, look how he's behaved this week. Great leaders are the whole package. Even if you bought into his ideas, policy is only part of that deal. The rest is basically who you are. It's what makes Obama still current for millions. As an effectual president, he didn't actually do much, of course. Post-2010, the midterms, his numbers were gone. The last four years, he was a lame duck. But he represented his country internationally well. In fact, he was probably more popular globally than domestically. Yes, Trump, got 74 million votes, and that can't be dismissed. And yes, he's on to something, philosophically speaking, for many, many Americans. But he's a thug. He's a classless buffoon. He is the spoilt brat who doesn't have any manners, 
He is profoundly dishonest, and he leaves the job a miserable, self-interested loser. And if you could never understand why his wife was with him, we now have a clue as well. She's as bad as he is. She just pretended harder in public. The whole thing is a shame. He was never going to be great, but he did have the seed of an idea, and there were bits, especially economically, that showed real potential until COVID basically undid him. But ultimately, it is four years wasted, four years you wouldn't repeat, four years you won't miss. By the end... The truth was out. The emperor had no clothes, stripped of any actual ongoing success and achievement. We saw him for what he was. A shark from New York, devoid of class, ludicrous of look, an interloper in the leadership stakes deposited in Washington by some Americans who fell for the same spin he used to sell condos. Biden, in many respects, whether you back him or not, will at least in terms of leadership and civility be a massive, massive relief. Wow, there you go, eh? I feel like Hosk spent all last year trying to be really fair to Trump and saying, yeah, you know, he's on the right track with a lot of stuff and don't get caught up with the... But now it just really fully stuck both boots in there, didn't he? On the way out the door. Uh, so, yeah, maybe uh, not as much media bias from Mr Hosking is perhaps some other outlets, eh? It was about this time yesterday we were talking about some very good work uh, done by an emeritus professor on behalf of Family First about the extraordinary bias that's been exposed in a vast swathe of the New Zealand media when it came to the cannabis referendum. They basically, despite the fact they tell you they're fair and they're balanced and they cover the news in a neutral way, they are nothing of the sort. They were fundamentally being caught dis- being dishonest. Stuff, 72% of their coverage. It turns out it was for the Yes campaign, News Hub 69%, New Zealand Herald 68%, TVNZ 62 the Radio New Zealand 59 And the interesting thing about that is, of course, that's a genuine story. There is genuine information there, and it may well have come as a surprise to you that despite the people who feed you the news on a daily basis, claim to be balanced, claim to be fair, claim to be neutral, no fear, no favour, are in fact nothing of the sort. That's a genuine bona fide story. So the next part of that was to who, ask yourself, who covered that yesterday, apart from us? Who covered that? Uh, Did Stuff cover that? Did Stuff cover their own imbalance? No, they did not. Uh, Did News Hub, did you see that on TV3 News last night? Was there a mention of the story on their television bulletin last night? No, there wasn't. Did the Herald pick it up and run with it yesterday? No, they did not. Uh, Did Television New Zealand, uh, still, as far as I know, under statutory obligation, to be fair and balanced, did they pick it up and run yesterday? No, they did not. Did Radio New Zealand touch? No, they did not. No one touched their own story. The story of them being found wanting a genuine bona fide news story was not touched by any. So not only did they mislead you in the first place when it came to the cannabis referendum in terms of balance and fairness, they then didn't want you to know about this story because it was embarrassing. You were being played as a punter. So it's very, very important uh, to reiterate what we said yesterday. Be careful when you're looking at information, where it came from, who's giving it to you, what they're claiming around the information, and whether or not they're claiming it to be fair and balanced, whether it is fair or balanced, because Stuff, the spin-off, News Hub, The Herald, TVNZ, Radio New Zealand have been found badly, badly, unprofessionally wanting. I'm just thinking, though, if we do a story and nobody else does a story, that's about 50-50, isn't it? So isn't that balance... Or have I slightly overestimated our audience? It's pretty massive. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, thank you for being my audience. Uh, that was the rewrap. We'll see you back here again with another one tomorrow. Um, bring your friends. We'll make the audience even bigger. Listener.